Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Winners of the East London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the last. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Octon Millwall. Welcome to the City Ground, Nottingham. Brilliant sunny night. 2,000 Millwalls in town. Some have been in Hooters all afternoon. Some have definitely not been in Hooters. It's my co-host tonight, Barry Bongo Perkins. Great to be back, Nick. Great to be back. Really just proper club, proper size stadium. 25, 26,000 fans in here tonight. Um, Friday night football for Millwall because strangely there's a cricket game tomorrow in Nottingham, forcing. Um, the uh, Saturday afternoon football to be moved to a Friday night. I'm not sure that Nottinghamshire can stably quite thought that move through because some of the chaps have been on the sauce. <laughs> Big team news, Barry. Uh, Byron Webster drops to the bench tonight. Jake Cooper coming in. Um, strange move. I can't quite get my head around it. Really surprised to hear that, Nick. Um, obviously, Harris prefers Cooper, I think. Um, to Ace. Yeah, possibly. You don't know what you know. You don't know what you're seeing in training. You just don't know. Uh, Webster must be gutted. I think he must be. I like I like Byron. He gave a lot last season. And um, but then we were saying at the round table, Barry, ruthlessness. That's what's that's what's. Yeah, he's going to have these challenges all season, isn't he? Absolutely. Well, it's fantastic to be back at the football, dear listeners. The summertime, even though it's only two months long, from uh, that wonderful day at Wembley. What a day that was. Um, to now is only about two months, but it does seem to stretch into eternity. I was watching um, Albert Einstein's um, story on, on uh, one of the uh, Ge- National Geographic channel on that very point, the relativity of time. And he explained that if you're one hour in bed of a beautiful woman, it can seem like ten seconds. And that for him was the uh, relativity of time. I'm sure that's highly relevant. More crowd pumped up there. Well, why in the interest of the two teams? So tonight's team, Jordan Archer in goal, plus the back line, Conor McLaughlin, who's signing from Wigan, 
James Meredith from Bradford on the other side. In the middle, Sean Hutchinson and Jake Cooper in for Byron Webster. In the middle, Jill Saville, who signed with the Summerzyme. Sean Williams on the wing. Jed Wallace, aiming up right up front. The dynamic duo, Lee Gregory and Steve Morrison. You have to excuse a wobbly voice, dear listeners. I've got a little bit of a tickle in the back of my throat, as they say. So um, I'll try and edit out the cops and sputters, but I'm sure that any, um, any emotion in my voice is a result of the frog in my throat. Bit different than going to Rochdale Barry, isn't it? 26,000 in the proper size stadium, mate. Ex-European Cup winning side in the past. Lions tonight in a Spurs-style white shirt, dark blue shorts turnout. I quite like it. So we play like them. That would be nice. Grim was League One, Barry. Fucking hell, mate. Fucking Grim. Fucking Grim. This is more like it. They've got a car display going on down there. Red and white stripes. That's, you didn't get any of that at Rochdale, did you? Rise of the Garibaldi. What the fuck is it? Oh, I suppose that's the um, Garibaldi red shirts. What's the fuck? Biscuits, I don't know. Rise of the Garibaldi, they've got that out. A somewhat disrespectful response from Millwall. Good atmosphere, dear listeners. Good atmosphere. It's going to be Forrest to kick us off, attacking our away ends. Lions will be attacking the home ends. Away off in the distance from where we stand. Off we go! Big test of a season for Neil Harris, and some would say that ruthless decision to drop Byron in favour of Jake Cooper is the um, measure of his, of his approach to the championship season. No room for sentiment at this level. of course one of Neil Harris's former clubs I don't think he had a very happy time here Barry, very I, don't, I don't remember much about him being here to be sure it was just he that he was here yeah I don't think he enjoyed it did he? the smell of aromatic cigarettes oh. in the air exotic Turkish brand I think Barry it's like being on a Caribbean beach it is or a hookah bar in Dubistan <laughs> Istanbul old Constantinople let me just take a moment to take it in <laughs> Mill free kick, meanwhile, on the right-hand side. Got up in the third minute. First chance for the Lions to get the ball in the mix. And it swung from uh, Meredith, I believe, across the penalty area. It's going to go for a throw in. Well, first impressions. We haven't quite left the direct style behind, though. We're still getting forwards quick and early. I think, I, uh, I think Forrest have been um, quite cautious, actually. Yeah, they're passing their rounds. Yeah, they're sort of sitting back. I don't know one's actually making a break. That's an old favourite chunk. I like that chunk. Posted on Twitter, I've always admired the ambition of that charm. United, West Ham and Liverpool, it's 38 league titles, yeah. eight European Cups between Fuck those two, not West Ham. Yeah. Fuck them all, win me a wall. <laughs> what ambition. There's a forlorn sight of a forest supervisor trying to get blokes to sit down. No, no one's no paying attention. <laughs> uh, anger, anger is in the air now. Ball bouncing around, whilst I watch that. Shonka is the side there. I think that was Morrison from close range on five minutes. Distracted by the um, steward trying to get the book, man with his little boy to sit down. And a whole, whole block of people standing up. Good opening team from the Lions, in my opinion. We look more direct than Forrest. We pass the ball around the middle and look for that final killer pass. I think we'll face a lot of that this season. Nil-nil on, on the ten minutes. Mistake there by Cooper. Almost gives fantastic tackle by 
by Shavell now. Almost put by a forest through on goal there. Fantastic. So it's Jed on the run now. 11 minutes. Beautiful cross in the middle. Oh! Almost touched in by the forest player there. Crossing the right hand side. Almost deflected in. Go for Mill Collar. Into end action now. Mill almost conceded there, Barry. It's a goalkeeper at this level. Yeah, I'll just simple. A lovely breakdown. Call from the left. Get up! Deep, deep, deep. Cooper. Crossbar. Headed back from Cooper. I think that was Morrison. Defected against a crossbar. it was in. Corner mill wall on the right hand side now. And they didn't know it before, they know it now they're quite dangerous going forwards. All over the top, Gregory takes. Close range, a safe on the goalkeeper. The shots are raining in at the middle on the, on the first goal with the middle attack. This side's pretty wide, it's going to be a goal kick, not corner. 15th minute coming, lines looking increasingly dangerous, Barry. There's a lovely bit of control from Gregory there. Yeah. Um, two touches, brought it down just over the crossbar. Different angle. Uh, you know, we just had a chance here at the crossbar. I think we might be in for an early goal here. Anyone who thought we might be abandoning direct football, I think is sadly mistaken. It's been um, put forward at the earliest opportunity, which is good to see. Um, Forrest have looked quite um, limp by comparison so far, he says, so far. 16 and a half minutes gone. Beautiful evening sunshine here in Nottingham. It's a lovely ground, in all honesty. I, I don't know what your views and opinions are. I quite like um, the cricket ground, the, um, the stadiums, county and forest, being so close together. It's a proper, proper football sports city. I like Nottingham, it's quite leafy. Mill come down the right side now, is it? That's Gregory, is it? Ball across the box. Oh, we have a chance for Morrison. Or O'Brien, hard to tell from this distance. O'Brien puts it over the bar from close range, free header. As my dad always used to say, head it down on the deck. Head it down on the deck. Another chance goes big in, Barry. Three good chances, Andy. 18 minutes gone. Very, very bright opening 18, 20 minutes by the Lions. Let's hope we can keep the pace going. Here comes Forrest here, nice tackle, but falls another Forrest back. Must be offside, he is. 19 minutes gone. Halfway through the half, it's been a nice start by the Lions, Barry. I've got to say we look bright and um, direct, I like it. Yeah, we're looking okay, we're looking okay. We're definitely, uh, definitely having a go at Forrest. Which is what we need to do. They haven't shown much either. So they haven't. They, 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 feel, they look quite nervous for us. They do, they do. Saddle to Wallace over on the left now. Ball chips into the middle. Gregory takes. Shot down low. Save by the goalkeeper. Nice save by the goalkeeper. Nice take and turn. Not a good chance. 23 minutes. Mill sitting over loud at the moment, dear listeners. We've got more pace, more energy, and we're attacking every ball. Forrest will play tippy-tappy. And therein lies the difference. There's four good chances now for the Lions. Gregory chases down that ball. Every ball to the goalkeeper has been chased down. Lions are fired up for this one, and the crowd are fired up. Fantastic sliding tackle by Steve Morrison. The older statesman making a sliding tackle. Brilliant, wouldn't it? Come all the way back there to do that. Move, move ending tackle. Nice look, looking quite strong defence so far. Defending very well. Both McLaughlin and Meredith look yeah, like. Yeah. All down the far end, one by Wallace. Right hand side, little chip into the box. 
close to the goalkeeper. 25 minutes. Excuse my croaky voice, dear listeners. I sound a bit like Tom Waits. Any, any listeners of uh, Tom Waits, who I find awful. Some people think he's brilliant. I suppose a bit like Bob Dylan, who I, like, I really like, but other people think his voice is nasal and distorted, and, and they may have a point. Forrest on their right now. Little taken turn. Oh, I thought it was in the net for a moment there. Their first chance, shit, there's their 17, took them turns. 26 minutes, first chance and goal. Yeah, fired in the side net, I thought for a moment it got in the net. A little bit of space, there's the 16. Nicely cut out by Steve Morrison. Again. Fucking hell. The man is a defensive master, genius. Will pressing very, very well, they're causing panic in that forest defence. They try, they try and play their passing game across the back line, and Mill are in amongst it every opportunity. 31 minutes now, this is Saville going down the left hand side. Good tackle by the Forest um, midfielder there. That's going to be cleared there by Morrison. Huge lump uh, forward. McGregor chases and does well, does well, and is held back by the Forest. Going to win a free kick. Really, really good play there. Up there on his own, helped the ball, got himself the foul, all the rest of the team in that Nicely done, Millwall. Moments danger there, dealt with. 35 minutes. Rise fans appreciate what they've seen. A really good display so far from Millwall. Bending really well. Ball bouncing around down the forest turning, that's Morrison. Back to Gregory. Shot on goal from a tight angle. Should he have done better? 39, 40 minutes. Another chance gone, as Barry says. Should he have done better there? Possibly. Possibly. About the fourth or fifth good chance we've had in this half, Barry. I think he should have done better there. Harsh, maybe, but this is the level we're at. Forrest on the attack now. Shot from distance. One more Forrest. Can you fucking believe it? Totally against the run of play, in all honesty. Shot from distance, left-hand post in the net, 1-0 Forest. Well, Harris has said hard lessons in this league, and I think that's probably a hard lesson early on, 40 minutes into the first game. Looked a decent strike in all this, here's what she on the replay. Coming down the wing, shot from distance, yeah, he's gone over him, over him slightly, from what I can see on the far screen. Come on, Bit of a gutsy goal to concede. The Lions have got to keep their approach going because it's paid dividends so far. They've had four, possibly five chances to score, not taking them. But their approach so far has paid, uh, paid dividends. 42 minutes, coming up with 43 minutes. Lions undeservedly a goal behind, but this is what we've got to learn to deal with if we're going to compete. Yep. There's a half-time break. Lions very unlucky to be 1-0 down. Really good bright start for the, for the first half. But sloppy goal with Conceca, Barry. It was. It was a sloppy goal. It's it been a bit frustrating to watch, actually, Forrest. They've been a team trying to keep possession without keeping possession. Yeah. And then they pop up and score a goal like that. That's the hard lessons we've got to learn in this league, Most though. definitely. Half-time, 1-0 to Forrest. Achtung, Milbal. Got a few half-time tweets for you, dear listeners. I know you like all this kind of stuff. Lions Live Radio says, blimey half-time. Well, that was some half from Millwall. It was. We took them apart, but managed not to score. Now we're 1-0 down. That sums up the half quite succinctly. Lions Live Radio. James Humphreys reckons it's OK. We lost 2-1 to Forest in the Caribou Cup last year. 
but then who ended up at Wembley? That's, that's um, draw, drawing too many conclusions. In Rich on the House of Fun records, we're now currently in the top four. That's clutching at straws. In Rich, Stephen Jones on Twitter says, for the benefit of those not here, those struggling to find streams on the House of Fun, moody streams with porno and, and horrible betting adverts via Arabic TV. Just talking about that. For those that are here, as Stephen says, we should be three 0 up, blinding football. Possibly 3-1, given that the um, shot on goal was um, an archer, archer moment. Ed Castle reckons it's early days, but he's pleased with what that half, and we deserve a goal. Encouraging play at times, but the chances wasted will be our downfall, he fears. Rather Victorianly put, but I like it. I like a bit of Victoriana. And finally, Bermondsey Boy says to all championship clubs, he's got a message for you. Millwall are back. Will increase your gate, add fifty thousand pounds to your police bill. No need to thank us. You are welcome, he says. <laughs> nice sign. Byron Webster's come over and signed some more gloss. The young kids down there. Yeah. He must be gutted not to be out there he tonight. But he's still down there doing his doing his bit. You know, I really did think the uh, starting line up from Grenada would have been uh, the starting line up of an alright. But Harris yeah. is clearly he's seen something in training. I don't know, but Webster was immense for us last year, wasn't he? Really nice boy though. He, he yeah. comes over well. He does. He does the um, what you might call the community side very well. When he's down in there with kids, talking to him, signing the autographs. I love these uh, Peter Andre pose in the pool in uh, Portugal. Love Island. Love oh, Island. That's it. Love Island. I remember that. Are you going on that one next year, Barry? Love Island. Uh, I'm thinking about it. My application's in. Um, <laughs> Well, I don't know if I'm going to get taken up on it. It's, it's the gym. The gym work might let you down, mate. Might let me down a little bit. <laughs> Peter Erd's put his uh, name down as well. That, that, this gym work will let yeah. you down. He's in training. He's cut down from four custard creams down to two. Achtung, Milbal. Here come the Lions for the second half. Coming out. Forrest already on the pitch. No signs yet of any changes. Lions kick it off. Goalkeeper looks a little bit wobbly. There's a, a goal kick he's put wide left there. Put him straight into trouble. Come on! Lions trying to win the ball back. They can see the free kick there, but that's, that's um, iffy decision making by that Forest goalkeeper. It's been interesting. They've not looked solid in defence at all when we've got in amongst them. Huge rule one up there. Almost came off. Looking it down behind him. Yep. Almost back to League One there, aren't we? Boy! <laughs> oh, a full goal! All across the box! Fifty minutes, second goal, his chance goes begging. Lee Gregory. Morrison's cut out the pass from the def- uh, to the defender, yeah. and he had the time. He could have probably took the shot himself, but he's played it at Gregory. He should have fucking buried it. Yeah. Huge chance wasted by Millwall. Fifty minutes. Millwall going to rue these missed chances at the end of the game. Whatever the result, dear listeners. That chance hurts. That that wasted chance hurts. Come up for 53 minutes. Line still this one goal down. Five, six chances to score though. All wasted. Gregory did a lot of physical work though, Barry. I mean, I know he's, he's missed his chances, but the work he's putting in, he's, there's, there's another side to it, the story. It's not just missed chances, isn't it? No. 57 minutes. The Forest substitutions there. Can't be... Uh, can't be asked to tell you who they were. You're not interested in this, is it? Some cunt in a red shirt went off and some cunt in a red shirt came on. Very nicely put by Barry there. And another cunt's going out there. Oh, they've got two cunts. It's a succession. What do you call a gathering of cunts, eh? A, a gaggle. A is gaggle. it a gaggle of cunts? <laughs> you call it a minge, a minge of cunts. <laughs> a menagerie of cunts. 
long ball forwards towards Steve Morrison. Wins the header. Ball's bouncing around. It falls to O'Brien. Okay. Flips. No penalty, says referee. Looked like it was a chance in real time. 58 minutes. Ball lofted in again. Ball bouncing around. Morrison penalised. He's all out, all right. 59 minutes. As we go past the 60th minute. Mill still searching for goal. You do sense that changes are coming, as Dylan would have said. Bob, not the rabbit from Magic Roundabout. Older listeners will know what I'm talking about there. Lions still pressing well from the front backwards. Done a huge amount of work tonight. No, no shortage of effort. Quality in front of goal is what's let us down, so far at least. 63rd minute. We'll flick head on from Steve Morrison. Gregory now. Puts Morrison through. This is O'Brien. Wallace slamming the goalkeeper. Another chance, 63rd minute. Big chance wasted there. This is Wallace again. All back inside. His move breaks down again. Mill getting stuck in now, midfield. Forest break. Angled ball forward from Jake Cooper. 65 minutes. It's Gregory takes and turns inside the box. Ball falls now to O'Brien inside the penalty area. Shot blocked from Wallace now. Mill just delaying a moment too long. This is Williams, just outside the penalty area. Savile go past his middle, take it down. It's going to be a Mill free kick. Opportunity for a shot on goal. 65 minutes, going to be a Mill free kick. This is Savile. Savile standing over it. Over the bar. Over the bar. High. Good yard over the bar. Who's this coming in? Fred, Fred's coming in. Fred coming in. O'Brien going out. Goodness, Mr. Harris. Good applause for Fred. All that difficulty behind us. Better score. <laughs> Halfway through the second half, Lions still searching for that critical equaliser. Can't say we haven't given it our best. Going one two with Bad Morrison and Gregory there. Doing towards Fred, as both cleared by the goalkeeper. 67th minute. Pulls again now to Wallace. Come down the left. Ball into the box. Morrison takes. Glass of high over the bar from Gregory. But was not an easy chance, not an easy chance. Had to slap at it. Fred doing a little jinky run. Can't work the space. Falls now to Hutchinson. This is. McLaughlin all inside he finds Mark Wallace chipped across the box it's Morrison Push in, I don't know. I don't know what that was all around. I thought we had that that moment there. Crowd went on the pitch. Remains one nil Forest. You get a sense that's it. Ferguson's coming for Gregory. You get a sense that was Mill's moment gone there, taken away from us. Apologies for my overreaction there, dear listeners. I thought that was a genuine goal, along with uh, the whole Mill end. 
bloke in front of us and that was goals just about offside. Offside he's saying down there. Yeah. Ball in the box, Forrest. It's 2-0. It's not 2-0. Offside. So I'm getting very confused all the way away. I couldn't follow that at all. Oh dear, what an evening's entertainment this has been. Coming up for 82 minutes. Try the introduction of Tom Elliott, dear listeners. Williams going out, is it? That's strange. Tom Elliott comes in, Sean Williams goes out. I can't make out what that's all about. Most unusual choice. Let's hope it pays off. Shot from distance. Right, wide of the right hand side post by Forrest as you would have gathered 83 minutes all bouncing around the forest end Fred chasing down nice bit of crossing work there Ferguson wins the ball crossed into the box Elliot goes in there this is Wallace tried to chip everyone taken along by the goalkeeper I wouldn't fancy taking them on an arm wrestling contest. No. No, definitely not. If there's any kind of arm wrestling contest going on, don't pick Tom Elliott. Oh, bouncing around. This is McLaughlin. Four minutes of overtime to play. Ball left it into the box. Elliott was flying in there like a, a missile. A North Korean missile. Badly aimed, but dangerous if you're on the end of it. Five, five minutes of extra time. Sorry, dear listeners, not four. Throwing. And by the corner flag as we attack. Longish front of the middle. It's headed across. Oh! Headed by Fred from close range. Fucking hell. Another guilty chance goes begging. Close range header and Fred put wide. I don't think it's our night, dear listeners. We we'll expect the Will Harris press conference to refer to but need to be more clinical. Yeah. Phil Fogel Mill, this will be last gasp, I think, last chance for Loon. Ball floated into the middle. Elliott's on the end of it. Crowd came behind ball. I didn't see it myself. This is Fergus on the left. Mill ending the game on the attack as they began it. Ball across the middle, headed on target, and the goalkeeper takes. I think that's going to be it. It's a big thank you to Barry Bongo Perkins for joining me tonight. Very frustrating night, Barry. Very frustrating night, but you've got to take something out. I thought we played quite well, yeah. but I think we need to do some shooting practice. Long ball forward from Joel Narcher into the middle. It's bouncing up and high. Offside. Positives, I think we've brought energy to the game. We haven't looked out of place. We've not looked out of our depth. I thought we played well. You've got to take something from that. Um, quite a different team. I think he's tried to play a different way as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got to take the positives out of it, but I think everyone's a bit pissed off considering the amount of chances we've had. Well, crossbar, pissing uh, our goal. Six or seven, six very, very good clear-cut chances. There's the final whistle. Forest one, nil, nil. That was all hurts. That was all hurts. Little crowd voice for their teammates. Have a listen to that. Speaks volume for the effort and the commitment. And yeah, okay, yeah, we've got quality at times in front of goal, but uh, that can come. That will come. So there we are. I'm going to wrap it up.
out here at the city grounds. I'm hoping I'll be speaking to Omar Ronaldo after the break. Lions lose their only game of the Championship campaign. Mondell, very unluckily, not positive to take forward. I believe. Back after the message, these messages. Huge welcome to the show, to our show regular, Omar Romaine. Welcome back from the depths of Hades, Omar. Thanks, Lee. How you doing? You all right? <laughs> I'm good. Listeners need to know that Omar's, Omar's been on the source for a couple of days, so I'm just glad you're alive and with us, mate. So thanks for coming on the show. Um, Friday night, um, I've written down a quote from Peter Cook. He says, football, she's a cruel mistress, and she is a cruel mistress because that was... I've never seen us dominate a game to that extent um, and not come away with something, Omar. Quite, quite a game, wasn't it? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, that was that was heartbreaking, wasn't it? Especially watching that long ranger flying from Mackay, I think he is. That was that was a tough game to take out and watch. But, I mean, if we try and spin the positives for it, as always, I think that was a really good game for us. It was a good start. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we all went up there in, in hope, um, wondering slightly with a little bit of trepidation, wondering what to expect because um, we have raised raised our level now. Um, and I don't know what you think. I mean, one of the things that struck me, putting aside the uh, the disappointing result, was we didn't look out of place. We we looked um, with our distinct style, for sure, but we looked at home. Um, that's a level we can work at, I think. Um, did you? I don't know if you... Did you take the same away from, from yeah, the city game? Yeah, I mean, you kind of travel up down the Friday thinking, are we gonna, how's it going to go out sort of thing? Because obviously you're stepping up in quality. You remember previously, previous seasons, we've always obviously struggled in the championship, and you're thinking you're going up against Nottingham Forest, a team that obviously beat relegation just themselves. So there's a bit kind of thinking, are we going to be able to put up to it? But I think coming into the division with the extra physical presence, I think 
we've kind of got a little niche there. And I think we're going to have more of this this season where we're going to try and dominate the midfield, try and win some bells. I thought George Savon Friday night was absolutely superb for me. But, yeah, um, I, I think it's, just, it's going to be more of a physical approach. But at the same time, we was playing some good football as well. And if we play like that going forward, I, I think we'll be fine this season by absolute, by all means. And the style of football, um, for anyone that wasn't up there, I mean, it was it was a continuation of um, the approach we had in, in League One. I mean, the um, the percentage um, of, of possession I'm just looking at here on, on the BBC, it's the usual 70-30 split. I think Forrest had the ball 70% or 68% of the time, excuse me, and we had 32%. Um, 23 shots, Omer, um, to their 11 it's it's a strange lopsided look to uh, the possession, you know, uh, the, you know the statistics, which I don't I don't put a huge amount of um, value to because as we've seen last season, I, I think you're right. I think this season we're going to see the same. But the way we play is very effective, very effective indeed. Yeah, and I think with the quality we've got brought in in the summer as well, you've got Cloughlin <coughs> and Meredith, a bit more of a composure at the back, and it's it's very evident to me. And I think even against Granada, for example, was a perfect kind of practice to build up to what we saw on Friday as well, where we're going to sit back. If the team's going to have the ball in, in their defensive third, they're not doing any damage to us, so to speak. So at, at the end of the day, if they're going to keep the ball there and not do anything with it, by all means do so. But if we get the ball, we're quite effective with it, get it forward quickly. There's no need to needlessly pass it around the back, so to speak, and it seems to be effective for us. I agree. I mean, Forest were um, from the from the ilk that we're told is is the way football should be played in in the modern game, which is this endless passing back and forth. <coughs> excuse me, across the back line, um, largely speaking, to no to no great effect. I thought we we closed them out very well whenever they came forward. So they didn't really show an awful lot um, apart from the one chance they did take, which was that long range effort from from McCoy. Um, first controversial point, I suppose, Omer. Um, do you think Jordan should have done better with that effort? It's a funny, a funny goal when you watch it back. It seems to flick in. I don't know if he's touched it onto the post or if it's hit the post. It's, it's a weird effort when you when you see it replayed, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you break down the goal, like you can't, I'm not, I can't just turn around and say I can't just fall. But it, it felt a culmination of a few things. Obviously, we let him cut in, but in reality if it's a long range effort you're hoping your keeper's going to get behind yeah. it sort of thing yeah. and Archer's got a tendency to do it where he kind of does a dive where it's not like he goes single handedly one handedly he'll go two hands kind of just flying sideways and you're thinking if you put maybe uh, I don't know if, if, if he put maybe reach out that little bit more you might have got there in the end and it's one of those annoying ones. Obviously, it's the only chance they had, really. And apart from that, Archer was untested the whole game. And you have that one shot come at you, and you're thinking you can get behind that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously the story of the night: six shots on target, twenty-three shots overall, um, nothing to show for it. Um, it's it won't. I, I can't see how our forward line clearly can generate chances, Omen. I think that's that's the biggest positive to take away from from Nottingham Friday night. They work well, you know. I mean, I think the Gregory and Morrison double act is still good to go in in in, in the championship. Um, I, I suppose Neil Harris will be talking about clinical finishing as a thing to work on, you know, next week in training. Yeah, I mean, if you want 100% bullying in the back four of the opposition, you've got the perfect combination in Morrison and Gregory. You've got Morrison, obviously, the know-how, kind of the occasional getting into the defender and obviously causing aggro for them. And at the same time, you've got Gregory, who just seems to be a nuisance. And Gregory has no right to win some of the balls that he does. Like, if the keeper was to play a clearance and somehow the defender's got the ball, but Gregory's going to get there beforehand and win the free kick. And he does that over and over again, sort of like obviously how Neil Harris did back in the day, so to speak. And the, the combination's there. It's obviously the chances that weren't getting put away. And yeah. I think Gregory, 
through on another day, if he's, he probably could have walked away with a hat trick on on Friday night. Two or three chances in particular that stick out in the memory. And I think just before Mackay's goal, he was figured on a neat build up with Morrison, kind of played through, and he had the whole goal to aim at. But hit the keeper. It's one of those, and especially in this division, not League One anymore, yeah, we're going to get yeah. punished as as we did on Friday. Yeah, I mean it's it's a cliche, but it's a true truth. Um, you've got to take your chances. Um, we did create a lot of chances, and I, I take great heart from that because, you know, it's not like those were the only chances of the game. It was chance upon chance upon chance. Uh, Aidan O'Brien is not going to miss another header. Like I think in the first half he put a header inches over the bar when on another day it would have gone inches lower than the bar and into the net. Same mm-hmm. with Steve Morrison hitting the crossbar armour in the in the first half. That's um, there's another headed ball back I think from Jake Cooper if memory serves, and he's flicked it in close and, and hit the crossbar. Another day that would have gone upwards and inwards. You know, um, so. Yes, you don't want to build a lifestyle around missing chances, but it's it's going to be an unusual game where we create that much and miss so many. Uh, I think we will get goals in this league, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's always reassuring. They say if you're not scoring them, but at least you're creating them, so to speak. So on another day, like I said, we could have won that game 4-5-1, and that's not me exaggerating either. No, the I chances agree. we had to win that game, it, was, it's, it, was just, it hurt so much in the first half seeing that long-range fly in. Because we were dominating. We win every 50-50 battle. Their strikers didn't have a sniff. Murphy, they spent 3-4 million on. he done nothing the whole game. I think the whole time we were on it, the whole game, and that one chance that flew in, and it's just thinking to yourself... If this is going to be a tell of the season, it's obviously one game, and so it's hard to read into. But if we play like that every week, we're going to win games more than we lose, and that's all we got to say to guys. Like, we just keep going, and I think with the players we've got, Jed Wallace obviously was amazing on Friday as well. I think. He was. We've, got, yeah. we've yeah. got players that can pick up the ball, take on the player, run at people's speed, and that's exactly what you want in a middle team. And midfield, you've got players that are going to dominate the ball, try and obviously get underneath the opposition skin, and that's exactly what you want in a team like Millwall. I'm just looking through the news at Den's um, player ratings. We'll run through them, so I think it's worth um, worth worth um, <coughs> reviewing. Six out of ten for Jordan Archer. I, I think that's probably a fair call, given um, you know it, it, we, we have to set a higher bar now for ourselves, Omar, don't we? We are we are in the Premier League, Mark Two. So you've got to start catching balls, or saving balls that. Um, you know, in League One might have gone in the net. You, six out of ten for Jordan Archer. I think it's probably a fair call for him in, in the circumstances. Yeah, I think that's pretty much fair. I mean, aside from the actual goal, I think he had a good game. He seemed to claim everything in the, when it came to corners. I don't think Forrest had many corners, to be honest, but he seemed to deal with them when it came into the box. And the end, it's like, like I said, I think their strike didn't have a sniff or anything like that. And he seems to have a good game, barring the goal, if you're going to be critical there. Yeah, I mean, the big story pre, pre-game pre was um, the dropping of, of Byron Webster. Um, so the back line then was, was um, Jake Cooper and uh, Sean Hutchinson in the centre, and then we've got Conor McLaughlin and James Meredith on either side. Um, a difficult one with Byron. I, I think we all we all have a lot of time for him. I, I certainly do. I think he's a, he's a, he's a nice boy. Um, he's, he did a fantastic job for us last season. But we have to ask ruthlessness from our manager, uh, Omar. Did you agree with the call? I mean, I suppose in, in the aftermath of a, of a defeat, it's it, you, you know it, it, you can see it two ways. But um, I can I couldn't have faulted that defensive display on on on, uh, on Friday night at all. 
Yeah, I think, like I said, barring the long ranger, and you want your defence to allow them to only have long range strikes. And apart from that, I thought the back four had done really well, to be honest. Oh, I did. And, yeah. and I think it's harsh on Webster, I agree, but I think he probably went for a little bit more championship know how because Cooper's played in the championship for the last few years. Hutchinson, obviously, with Fulham a couple of years ago. I think he kind of maybe thought maybe we should go for a bit more experience championship duo. I think Webster will come back into the team eventually, but there's no doubt about that, and he'll work his place back into the side. But maybe it's just that little kick up the bumper, and maybe Harris felt like he needed that and obviously just get back into it so it's a thing but I thought like I said the back four were brilliant on Friday too many Love Island pool shots for Byron perhaps I don't know um, <laughs> Love, Love Island style pool, swimming pool shots um, the, the two new fullbacks I mean I, I like the look of Meredith I thought he really fitted in very well um, on news that Dan Conor McLaughlin has been marked slightly lower 6.2 um, whereas the others are all picking up near 7 7s and near 7 um, I thought it was a little bit harsh. I thought he played well for me, Conor McLaughlin. Um, the uh, reports on the press on the on the uh, South London talking about him being punished for pace by the uh, by the Forest forward line, but I didn't really pick up so much of that in real time. Yeah, I think he started the game well, and I think just as the game went on, that Mackay is he's not going to play against someone like Mackay every week, and no. he's got that bit of pace about him that was catching him out occasionally in the second half. I felt, but he had the, his own ability to kind of recover. I felt and kept him quiet by and large. I mean, obviously Mackay was the one that scored because he cut in from the left and scored, so he could maybe be critical there. But apart from that, I thought. McLaughlin was solid and I think I, I, we're talking about Webster being dropped I was quite surprised Romeo was dropped mm. um, I, I think Romeo finished the season really well last year and I think by like by all counts from pre-season as well has had a good pre-season so but obviously it's like, like I said we've got competition for places and it's perfect kind of thing to have I suppose yeah and I suppose uh, the more mature player slightly in, in McLaughlin mm. I don't know um, I can see there being real competition in that spot I mean you're right Romeo is a real a real prospect and you know, pace will play a part. So let's let's see. I thought Meredith played very well. Though. I, I I really like the look of him on the on the left side. I thought he looked like he's been playing the Forest for for years. You know, he's got that yeah, kind he's, of. He's just looks he's like he's slotted of, it in. You know. Yeah, a bit of an all rounder as well. I felt, and he's, he's capable of winning a fifty fifty in the air, and he's also capable of getting down the line and putting a good ball. So I think a very good signing, and obviously he'll keep Craig out of the team, which I'm sure is the controversial one that everyone will love to talk about. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I think he was personally. I, I think Craig done superbly yeah, towards the end the last season and kind of coming back from what he was getting the reception from the fans for the start of the season anyway I think he done well towards the end but Meredith is obviously a step up and we're in a different division and we need a bit more quality and Meredith is certainly that Mer- Meredith gets forward well Omar. I think that's probably going to be the difference I mean the Craig I, I will love Craig to death I, he's a Millwall man through and through I can see his his the need for him in in, in the squad Possibly as a backup, um, but you, you wouldn't start him very often in this league. Not when you've got Meredith as as, uh, as as your main choice. The story that night I thought was the midfield performance. I thought we did exceptionally well in midfield. Savile stand out on the um, news at Den. I, I think I'd back that. I think he was my man of the match, George Savile. A hundred percent. I think he's just like I said, the, the championship know how the, the quality of signings we made in the summer and just players that have got that bit of experience in the league. And he was dominant on on Friday. I think the one player that stood up for me for Nottingham Forest was David Vaughan, the number 24, kind of just sitting back and yeah, playing the strings. Yeah, but yeah. Because, because obviously you've seen Matt, our midfield couldn't get to him. But aside from that, I think Savile and Williams both had a good game and Savile's got to be a really crucial player for us this year, I think. He, he certainly looked the part. On, on, I mean, we, we've seen him previously, but I thought Friday night's performance from George Savile was a, was a step up from what we'd seen before. Um, Williams fitted in well alongside him. Looks like he, he's raised his game as well. There's a lot of competition there in midfield, isn't there, with the new signings. 
Um, but it was a real standout performance. And Wallace, we, you've mentioned already, Irma, um, I thought he did fantastically well. Aidan O'Brien, um, I suppose he was Aidan O'Brien, wasn't he? He's, um, you know, uh, he did okay. Probably should have taken uh, one chance, fell to him, the headed chance. Probably should have taken others as well. Um, he, he, he kind of, he blows hot and cold slightly, Aidan, doesn't he? Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's obviously the options we have from the bench, Fred came in and done well, I think, as well. And I think it's, it's going to be interesting to see how O'Brien does this year. I feel like he's personally going to be one of those players that has somehow, again, like he has done the last two years, finished with 15, 16 goals. And, and you think to yourself, how's he done that? And if he does that in this division again, and we're, we're laughing, really, because it's crucial, that kind of added element we get from O'Brien. I think, yeah, on Friday, he struggled a little bit. Maybe he could have buried that header in the first half. He, he done the same. Should have done. Week, but, yeah, but... the week before against Granada, he's done exactly the same thing and scored it. So it's going to be one of those of O'Brien. But yeah, like you're saying, it's, it's, it's going to be blow, hunt, cold. But he's a good player for us, I think, overall. I mean, obviously, the, the, there was the, the disallowed goal in the second half that fell to Steve Morrison. I didn't see much wrong with it in real time. Um, looking at the replays on, on YouTube, um, it's one of those goals you see given 90% of the time and then we've pulled the... The referees decided that the goalkeeper was bought by Gregory. It looked a harsh decision. Um and it, it, it stole a point from us, certainly. Um, I didn't see much wrong with it in normal time, did you? So, how about yourself, Omar? Not at all. I think I'm normally quite witty when it comes to... I, I normally notice when there's, the referee's got his flag up or the line going to spot it, but mm. I was celebrating full-blown on Friday when that was... Yeah, it went, it went it was, fucking mental, mate, didn't it? Yeah, eh? yeah, absolutely that, 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 mental. For a goal, that was absolute limbs, as people say. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I, I think with that goal, I, I don't understand why it was disallowed. I think it looked... Looks like it was because Gregory's fouled the keeper. But if Gregory gets there first and puts it in, is he going to be a foul still? I don't think so. So it's 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 really harsh on us, and obviously it is what it is. I'm afraid. Well, Gregory collided with a goalkeeper. I, I I don't know. I mean, it's you're in the melee of of um, six yard action there, so bodies will bump into other bodies, and um, he's been penalised for that. I, in real time, I I couldn't make head and tail of why it was disallowed. I couldn't see anything wrong with it, but there we are. As you say, it is what it is. I just want to mention Lee Gregory, um, Omar, because um, as the chances were being missed, a little bit of um, verbals around me towards Gregory, um, which I thought was harsh. He did a fantastic job overall, physically working very, very hard. The balls are often pumped forward at him, and he's holding players off and laying, bringing other men into play. Yes, he's a striker that is paid to score goals, but he brings a lot more to his game than just that, doesn't he? Yeah, and I mean, if you didn't have Gregory in the side on, on Friday, you would miss his presence up front. You definitely would. And I think it's harsh on him. I, I agree. I heard critics as well. But I, I think at the time, I, even with the chances that were coming his way, it was unbelievable the couple he was missing. And you're thinking on another day, he could, like I said earlier, he could have walked away with a hat trick. Absolutely. It's a shame, obviously, because he's there. Like Archer's judged on saving goals. But Gregory's the opposite and there to score the goals. And unfortunately, he missed a couple of chances. And I think himself, obviously, he would have probably scored a couple and backed himself to do so. But. I think if we if we keep creating the chances, it's only a matter of time before Gregory gets on a roll, and that's exactly what we need. Good reception for Fred when he came into the game. Sixty-seven minutes. Um, I thought there might be one or two comments being made after the soap proper of the summertime, but he seemed to get a decent reception. I didn't pick up on anything around me at all. Yeah, same here. I think um, Harris has been very clever with his so to speak pre-match build up he's the one that's been praising Fred saying he's been superb in pre-season and obviously trying to kind of win the fans back over so to speak and mm. it's rightly so because I think Fred's going to be a, a crucial player for us this season as well and I'm saying it's about every signing we're making it's mad that we've got yeah. 15-16 players that should normally be playing week in week out and 
unfortunately some players won't be playing but yeah I think Fred's going to have a key role to play this season as well definitely First glance at Tom Elliott as well when he came he only had a few minutes um, the man looks a monster doesn't he he looks like a real handful up front um, I think he's probably going to miss as many chances as he gets Homer but he's certainly going to make his presence felt up front he's, he's a different player to Steve Morrison though it's got to be said yeah, he's your proper out-and-out target man, so to speak. Yeah. I think it's it's the perfect kind of option, obviously, to take Morrison out of the game if needs be or give him a, give him a break from the team if needs be because obviously he's getting older, as Harris has been saying. I think Elliot's going to be an absolute handful in this division. And like you said, he might miss a few, but he's certainly going to create loads with him in the front line. I said in, in I did a the live piece earlier on. I said then, and I was saying now I wouldn't want to get involved in an arm wrestling match with Tom Elliott. He looks like a a man that would beat me easy on the, on, on an arm <laughs> wrestling match. Um, some interesting comments going around Twitter afterwards. Obviously, there's a a torrent of Forest fans saying how. Uh, well, we done, even though they're walking away with three points, which really hurts. But um, Red Dog here says credit to Millwall, absolutely bullied us tonight in every department. They deserve at least a draw, should have won, to be fair, causes problems. And so it goes on. Um, it's it's hard, Omer, isn't it? When, when you've, um, we put so much into that game, they put so much effort into it, so many great chances and... You know, you take away the positives, but you still do feel like you've been pickpocketed slightly at the end of the night. Absolutely, and it was it was really heart wrenching watching that play out. And I think even it told by the reaction at the end from our fans because the team got a reception that I didn't I don't really normally associate with us when we no. lost one nil. No, but um, because it, it, I think everyone that was there and even like you saying with the Forest fans had to appreciate from start to finish that was our game. Created loads of chances, didn't have much of the ball as we were saying earlier, but when we had the ball, we was effective. We had players running it. Up players on putting deliveries into the box, creating loads of chances. And if we play like that next week, you'd hope we win. And you'd play that week after, you'd hope we win again. Because if we do that in this division, we certainly will hold our own weight. Absolutely. I mean, Harris speaking after the game to news at Dan, he says um, the the players executed the game plan perfectly. It's it was interesting to watch it because we really did do a job on Nottingham Forest. Uh, anyone that wasn't there, I, I can't get this across enough to you. We we dominated, we contained, and we put the long ball in. Yes, it's it's still um, not quite route one number, is it? But it's it's certainly you know the, the ball is directly played, and it really the the plan worked um, to a T. Um, which is a strange thing to be saying on the back end of the defeat, but it was a great, great show, great performance. Big season for Neil Harris, big season for him. Um, I think he's starting to show a real depth of management uh, and ability here. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I don't think we play like that every every week how we was playing on Friday based on how we set up, so to speak. But you say playing Cooper and Hutchinson in the back, they both played great. You say putting Savile and Williams in and resisting to play fan favourite Thompson, they both played great. He's making big calls and they seem to be coming right. And like I said, on another day, we could have won that game by a clear country mile and absolutely dominated. So it's going to be interesting to see how he does this season. It could be easily one of those years where if he starts to do really well, and he's a young English manager, is it safe to say two playoff finals and yeah. getting the team into the championship? And is there going to be interest for him? You never know. And it's, it's, I think I don't think we're ever going to lose Harris, not in the near future anyway. But it could be a really interesting season, if, especially if we start doing well. I can't remember the last time our manager has been, um, you know, started to be talked about as a potential target for other clubs. But I think you're right. Um, I, I was interested to watch the direct style because it it has adapted slightly. And I'm just reading the article on news at Den here um, Neil says uh, we didn't just sit off and let them play we pressed at the right times that's something that I really picked up on, on Friday night the pressing started from uh, from Morrison and Gregory backwards didn't it everyone was 
doing the work, everyone was was tackling, and we put them under. You know, we created errors in that in that forest defence a few times. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's it's we're kind of there was a stage when Harris first came in, we was like sitting, was so called sitting back when the defense has the ball. We're so, was the fans are like, why aren't we pressing them? But when we do press, it's really effective. And you've got players like Wallace, O'Brien. I mean, O'Brien does work his socks off. He is sometimes slow. Obviously, there's always that little bit of baying. But you've got players in the side that are just going to work to the plan and are quite easy to like kind of use in the side to press. And it, it was really effective on Friday. As Neil says, we have to be more ruthless, and I think that's that's correct. Um, great turnout on on Friday night. Nearly, I think, just short of two thousand has gone up there to the city ground. Great support, Omer. It was it was, a, it was a, a huge atmosphere from our end. I didn't hear much from the Forest side of things, did you? I, I, I thought we really we dominated on the pitch. We dominated off the pitch. Definitely, I think if we get that kind of following every week, which I think we will, I think. Uh, it's going to be a really, really good season for us, and I think it's just you need that little bit extra from the fans. And on Friday, I think we were on top, and uh, it's just a shame we didn't win the game for God's sake. Well, I'm going <laughs> to ahead of the new photo ID scheme that the Sun seemed to have announced this morning. I'm going to let you go and get your DNA sample ready for uh, it, <laughs> filing at the, at the you know urine sample at the, at the club. Uh, I'm going to close out um, with this great quote from Mr. Forrest. Um, Mill, very unlucky tonight. But what horrible cunts you all are. I can't put it better myself. <laughs> big, <perfect. laughs> big thank you to Omar Ronane. Thanks for coming to the show, Omar. Uh, speak again you. very, very soon, mate. I hope. Take care. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.